So this is one of my oldest friends. I'm going to be taking care of her today. A little bit dirty. Needs a little oil. Find another tripod for this thing. Get better sound quality. So, you know, I actually decided not to bring out a special tripod for this thing because couldn't find anything for it. I think it's good enough just being on the floor like that. Eh, one day I'll probably sort out this cable thing. It's a little too short. Go get an extension or a proper microphone. You gotta make do with what you have, right? But what I have here today this is this beautiful, beautiful bike. Like I said, it's been my friend for a long time. I think this bike's going on 11 or 12 years old now. I remember, I think I bought it in like 2009, maybe even 2008. So it's a long time ago. And look at it. It's still in great condition, right? So what I want to do today is talk a little bit about maintenance and how important maintenance really, really is. It's because this bike would not be in such good condition if it wasn't maintained regularly and, and properly. But it goes beyond just that. Maintenance, maintenance could be applied to everything, not just this bike. I mean, before you sell those cars, sure. Another machine you gotta maintain. In fact, I brought one of my cars in, my, my father's van. To the, uh, to the garage to get an oil change. Just regular maintenance stuff as well today. But like I said, it goes beyond just machines, beyond just bikes. You see, it's, it's a little funny thing, but I find the bike maintains me as much as I maintain the bike. And I mean that in more than one way. I mean that in that, you know, obviously when I'm riding it, I'm maintaining my body by exercising. I'm maintaining my mental health by just getting the sunshine, feeling the breeze on my face, taking time off, but also challenging myself as well while I do it. Because it's not always easy, you know, like sometimes you're actually training hard on the bike or you're going for a run. So you're maintaining your body, you're maintaining your mind that way. But there's one more way that you, the bike maintains you that I find is often overlooked. It's when you're actually working on your bike and taking care of it and maintaining it, 
almost like a little bit of a meditation process. You just kind of quiet down, go through the motions of cleaning and doing all the things you need to do, and just putting in that effort, putting in that time, very peaceful. Uh, yeah. So, I'm going to go through the motions today with you guys and show you what it's like to maintain a beautifully crafted machine like this one. Now, let me see. I don't know if you can see here. It's all dirty. Drove through some rain. This thing is an old thing and it's in very good condition. It's because I don't usually go through rain with it, but occasionally I do. And usually I clean it right after. Make sure it's wiped dry, make sure it's not rusting or anything. It's an aluminum frame, but there are some steel components. For example, the chain is steel. The chain rings are steel. Chain rings. This stuff back here, the, uh, the gear set, that's steel. Derailleur is steel. So that stuff does rust. So you do have to take care of that, keep it dry. Some people like to coat it in oil sometimes, but you know, to each their own. So yeah, let's get started on this. If you're wondering what this is, it's just uh, just like an emergency bag I keep. I keep a lot of emergency supplies in here. So I'll have a few spare tubes in case I get a flat punctured tire, a multi-tool, some other little tools, you know, just, just to make sure that I'm okay. If ever something happens to me or the bike while I'm out, sometimes I'm out pretty far, I have a backup to get myself going. Sometimes I bring my phone, usually I bring my phone, but you know, help can't always arrive immediately when you need it. Sometimes help doesn't arrive at all, so you have to take care of yourself. That's why I also have this little pump here. It takes care of the bike if ever it's in need of some air. You know, I tried to prepare as much as I could. I put out all the stuff over there, stuff that I'd probably need. But if I ever need something more, I could just go inside and get it. There's just simple, simple things. You know, you don't have to go insane for your maintenance. I know some car guys buy all sorts of tools, thousands of dollars. You could do the same for a bike. You could spend, I don't even know, $10,000 on tools to maintain your bike. I mean, sure. A bike is such a simple thing. It, it just needs love and care. It doesn't need expensive tools. So I just have some cloths, soap and water, uh, a little bit of chain lube, and I do have a little tool to clean the chain that I got a while ago, but that thing basically lasts a lifetime. And you know, you don't really have to clean your chain weekly unless you're really putting in the kilometers. Like generally, maybe I'll clean my chain five, six times a year. Eh, I should probably do it more often than that, but I mean, my bike's been fine. My bike's been fine even with that. So yeah. Get started.
do is I just like to start off nice and simple, nice and easy, using warm soapy water to just wipe down most of the bike. The easy portions of it because some areas are really tough to reach, like up in here. Gotta remove the wheels for that. We'll get to that for now. Just nice and easy, nice and simple. To me, there's no special trick to cleaning your bike. Some people, they get a nice routine where they have like a very efficient way they do it, very quick way of doing it. They kind of memorize a certain pattern where it's like, oh, I'm gonna start here and move here and do this. And it takes me just 10 minutes to clean my bike and I don't care. Sometimes it takes me an hour, sometimes it takes me 10 minutes because I do a little simple cleaning. This time I don't know how long it's going to take me, but I have a feeling it's going to be a little longer today. So I'm going to take it easy and enjoy the process. No stress, man. No stress. Like I said, when you're maintaining the bike, the bike is maintaining you just as much. So why stress over the process and rush it when you can enjoy every step of the way as if you're dancing with your bike, as if you're dancing with this machine, taking care of it, it's taking care of you. see I've got all sorts of attachments and stuff on it. Just some lights. This thing attaches my phone to the bike. Sometimes I do nighttime rides or in fact recently I'm doing a lot of nighttime rides every week because I take this bike to work I finish late. So when I'm going home through the darkness, it's obviously way safer and way less stressful to not have to worry about being hit by something and actually seeing where you're going. So I have some really powerful front white lights and a nice red light that I put on the back here, which I've already removed because I was charging it. It's a rechargeable light. So that's, that's the basic clean. I mean, as you can see, the bar tape, it gets dirty. I haven't replaced this tape in a long time. It's starting to tear. Maybe, just maybe, after I'm done this, I'll go order some online, fix it some other day. But it lasts forever. I mean, I don't care if it's a little torn, no big deal. Like I said, I'm not super 
asinine about my stuff. If it works, it works, you know? And there's a nice sweet spot, I find, with a lot of possessions where it's very stress-free in that sweet spot. You care about it, you love it, that's for sure. But you don't go overboard, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, you don't have to spend $4,000 on an expensive bike plus another 3,000 on equipment, plus another 2,000 on maintenance stuff and tools. No, I mean, this bike was like, well, I mean, it was 11 years ago. Bikes have gotten more expensive since then. Maybe they've gotten cheaper, I don't really know. Anyways, I bought it for about 1,000, plus some equipment, bought some like riding gear. Yeah, I go all out. I have like the, the tights, the aerodynamic suit. It's not aerodynamic, but you know, it's just like tight. So it's not this kind of stuff and it doesn't flap in the wind. Got special clip-in shoes, clip into these pedals. See here, this little clip-in thing. Yeah, I mean, you can go as deep as you want, but generally too deep isn't good either. Now, if you're like a really hardcore bike guy, you see someone doing this, you're probably cringing, right? You're supposed to get a stand, you're supposed to hook it up through here and have it kind of dangling. Apparently, this is really bad for the bike. But like I said, it's an 11-year-old bike. I do this all the time. Yeah, the seat's a little chafed, but I mean, it gets chafed from me just riding on it anyways. These things maybe take some extra stress, but like, I don't notice it, so sometimes I'm just saying the simple solution is the right solution. these more expensive bikes, higher-end bikes, come with these quick-release mechanisms for the wheels. So you literally just flip it open, unscrew a little bit, it's super simple. I love it. It's worth the extra money because it saves you all this time and hassle. So you get what you pay for, that's for sure. It's usually the dirtiest part where you have to touch the chain a little bit in the back. the whole thing is super accessible, you know. Really get in there into those tough spots. Right here between the wheels, right where the chain is, the derailleur, 
Give some love and care. Keep it looking good, looking shiny. come back to this one later. It's looking a little dirty and a little, well, not a little, very dirty. There's a lot of junk in there. I've got a special degreasing solution for that. And same thing, the brakes, they get dirty. Sorts of residue on them. It's probably one of the most important parts of the bike, to be honest. You need to stop quickly. Sometimes, so having good brakes is a good idea. And in fact, my brakes are old, really worn. So I should probably buy new pads as well. I've never even replaced them in the lifetime. I guess I don't do a lot of braking. Or maybe I just have gone way past the lifetime, but they seem to work fine for me still, so if it ain't broke, you know what I'm saying? See what I'm saying? It's so easy to get lost in just the motions. When you really care, you want every little spot to be buffed out. Every little piece of dust and dirt taken care of. Like, it's funny because I know the moment I go onto a ride, within the first like two pedal strokes, it's going to be full of dust and dirt again. Not full, but not spotless. And for some reason, I want to make it spotless now. But I guess I just really care for this, this thing. But there are some spots I know important to clean. See this spot here, right where this attaches. That has to be cleaned well because it maintains the grip right here where this point attaches to. If this gets clogged up, you know, water can start seeping in, just really causing problems. So there are some spots on the bike that do need a little bit of extra care here as well. You see the brake lines run along the underbelly 
and they attach here. It's an important piece to keep clean because if the brake line snaps here, well, I'm sure you can imagine consequences of that. So it's, it's always a good idea to check on right here, make sure it's all okay. Sometimes I add a little lubrication here too. And obviously it helps to not go in rain so much because, I mean, like I said, this brake line is steel, so it does rust. You could replace it. I've never replaced mine yet, never had to. Keep it clean. Even if you do bike in the rain occasionally, it won't be a problem. Obviously, if you're commuting daily and you live in a very rainy place, or maybe if, you know, here I guess in the winter where there's salt on the roads and stuff. I mean, here I would never be able to ride in the winter. It'd be impossible, but a place like downtown where they keep the roads cleaner and people do bike, then those people might have to change their brake lines more often. But for someone like me who just rides in fair weather in the summer, uh, not, not so necessary. funny there's this little yellow speck here I don't even know what it is I'm starting to think it's just the paint getting old and turning yellow or something I don't know really stuck on it's like I don't know what this is mate you know what it might be see because I work in a restaurant right now so I bring my bike through the restaurant there might be little chunks of fat or something or like chicken skin I don't even know what this is yeah I work in like a chicken place So uh, what I was trying to say is I'll bring my bike in through the restaurant, through the back. I guess maybe I pick up some stuff onto my wheels, onto my tires, and then when I leave at night, the wheels get spinning, they probably fling the stuff onto here. That's what all this, I don't even know, sticky stuff is, sticky yellow stuff. Grease or kind of fat, I don't know. It's no big deal. Like I said, there's a good balance of care and not care when it comes to a lot of these things. Like my car, I would love for it to be spotless, but it's starting to really, really rust now. And I just have to accept it and let go. There's no way I could fix it all car's old it's going on 12 years same thing very old car I obviously didn't buy it brand new like I did this bike that would have put me at like 15 years old because I'm 25 now even younger 14 There's no way I need a car at 14 I bought it used a few years back I think it's four years ago now found it in great condition great great condition at least for its age 
did a little work on it, fixed it up a bit, and it's been running magically since. And I've just been taking care of it, same as I take care of my bike here. It's probably gonna go for years. Same as my dad's car. That you guys remember the two cars there? The car on the left was my dad's car, Chrysler 300. First car I got to drive. Beautiful machine. So many great memories made in that car. But same thing, you know? It's my dad who taught me to be responsible, to maintain things. Because his car is even older than mine, and he did buy it. Basically brand new. Maintained it ever since. For a car in Canada, I mean, I don't see many 300s around here anymore. Especially with our harsh winters, but ours is still in such good condition. Like, mechanically, my god. And just a little bit of care. It's all you need. A little bit of care every once in a while. A little bit of prevention goes a long way. All right, so it's pretty clean. I think that's all the spots. Maybe I'll come back to it a little later. I could keep scrubbing away because there's still stuff here <laughs> and it just doesn't want to come off. Trying wet and dry and it's just not coming off, so. Like I said, there's a balance. At some point you just have to say, okay, can't do any better there. Sorry. Here, the brakes. Still need a bit. Like I said, there's definitely quicker ways of doing this. Some people even hose their bikes down. There's a big sponge, but... Kind of like just touching and admiring it sometimes. Working it in a less efficient way with my hands. Just to feel, feel the work, you know? Even if it's not as efficient or quick as it possibly could be. relaxing. It's enjoyable. Yeah, you see already I'm thinking like, hmm, maybe I should have cleaned the chain first. Because now I have to put my wheels back on to clean the chain. And sometimes cleaning the chain shoots off some dirt. And I have to re-clean the body. Whatever, no problem. No problem. this bad boy back on. And see, super dirty, so maybe I should have cleaned that first. 
There we go. It doesn't have to be super tight because I'm just going to take them off later. Like I said, this is by no means a clean your own bike tutorial. It's just my way of, I don't know, enjoying the outdoors with you guys, I guess. But here's the tool. Pretty genius design. Give you guys a look. See, it's got all these little brushes and stuff inside. And uh, what they do is they get kind of in between the chain links and in the sides, and they scrub off all the gunk and the grime and the, the steel dust that accumulates from all the friction and the rubbing. Because uh, that chain, I mean, it goes under a lot of stress every time you go ride. It's just rolling and rolling and there's grinding and there's wears away and eventually the chain gets so worn that you can kind of feel a stretch and becomes loose and if it wears away too much it throws off the uh, the alignment between these teeth and then it really starts wearing them down because these teeth can last a long time in fact my front chain rings I've never changed they're probably yeah they're probably on their last legs right now maybe even too worn still works so who cares who cares it's not causing much more damage the only real issue is if you leave it for too long where it's way too worn the chain could start skipping you obviously you lose a lot of efficiency so you're pedaling harder for nothing but it kind of has like a back and forth thing happening where the chain if it's worn wears the rings and then you buy a new chain but if the rings are worn they'll wear the new chain out faster you'll be spending a lot of money just going back and forth so at some point it becomes more worthwhile more worth your time to just swap everything out buy a new chain and new rings and they'll last a long long time especially if you do what I'm about to do you clean them clean all that gunk off and then re-lubricate with a fresh layer of wax or fresh layer of Teflon, whatever you want to use. It'll keep everything running smooth. It'll keep everything uh, kind of forgetting the word here. I'm the engineer, I should know all these terms. But yeah, you know, just basically it, it, it keeps everything running smooth so it's not grinding, so that it slides, the, the metal surfaces slide over each other, right? But yeah. Um, there's actually one more thing, but it kind of came off here. There's a little magnet at the bottom to catch the debris. So the debris collects the bottom, and then you could clean it out, toss it away. So now I'm pouring in some degreaser, just a little bit. You can get some biodegradable degreaser stuff. You can honestly probably drink it. This is water, you know. Yeah, don't worry. Water. Mix a little water in. 
there's like a fill line somewhere. It's about right. You can use all the grease here if you want. But even a little bit like of this stuff that I have just cuts through so easily. So I don't like wasting it. It's not expensive. It's just why well, use more than you need to. You can just fill it up with water instead. Kind of go half half. Now this attaches here. just crank it through and it's really cool. Does all the work for you. Really easily. Genius design. As with many things in society today. Hmm. Try to stabilize my plates. want to show it in action, but there we go, and it does leak, so just put down a cloth because I don't want like grease stains on my driveway. Crank away, crank away, minute, two minutes, longer you go, obviously the cleaner gets. There's little brushes, to get it in between, all those little chain links, clean it away, clean away all the dirt. The degreaser starts to really penetrate, get in there, start stripping away all of the lubricant, all of the sludge kind of stuff that forms. And then you could kind of tell. Yeah, yeah, it's getting clean. It's getting there. And then for this part, I don't really like to use my mom's, because these are my mom's, <laughs> these little rags. I don't like to use them because they do kind of stain. Uh, I mean, this one, yeah, that one's maybe stained already. But I used to have a couple. And they just eventually tear and wither away. So maybe I'll snatch these up now. But usually I like to use a disposable kind of paper towel to wipe it down, wipe it clean, because then all of the extra sludge comes off and it's just not great to run that kind of stuff through a washing machine, I don't think. Whereas this, you can just kind of throw away. 
Yeah, not ideal. Like I said, sometimes you just have to make do. for later just maybe off video I'll do my brother's bikes too this is the greaser I said like I said it just cuts through everything it could go forever now watch watch how much junk comes off and this is after it's already came off into the water Sometimes that happens, you get a little derailment. Honestly, my chain was pretty dirty. I pretty much went all winter of training indoors in my basement without really cleaning it. And then some in the summer. So this is honestly way overdue. <laughs> now I speak of what all this maintenance and stuff. And then I didn't really maintain this for a while, but you know, we all have our little We're not all perfect is what I'm trying to say. We're not all perfect. We're not always perfect. But to me, I think the important part is just to be honest with yourself. Because I procrastinate. I'll be honest about that. And um, yeah, sometimes I just don't do what I know I should do, and I put it off, and I put it off, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'll do it tomorrow, but deep down inside, I know I don't feel like doing it tomorrow either, but eventually, it gets done, eventually, it always gets done, I know it has, I know it will, like I said, the important part is just to be honest about it, don't lie to yourself, don't tell yourself, yeah, I'll do it tomorrow, when you really don't mean it. Just tell yourself, I don't feel like doing it now, I don't feel like doing it later. And it's just better that way, usually, because then, then at least you're halfway there, right? You're admitting to yourself that it needs to be done, you just don't feel like it right now. It's half the battle, half the battle hardest step usually is just getting it started like now that I'm here I'm enjoying it like I don't know why I procrastinate for these kinds of things I guess it's just like I said we're all flawed we all have strange character traits I'm like that maybe you are too don't judge yourself too harshly it certainly doesn't help 
still still dirty. Maybe I'll pass through all the time. See, because in the grand scheme of things, it's not a big deal. Sure, maybe my chain's a little worn down now. More than it quote unquote should be. Who cares? Just buy a new one. timing eh what timing I had all day to do this and it happens so just right just when I decide to do this my dad wants to come out and water the grass water the plants <laughs> so yeah it's funny timing but you see could have used that as an excuse to just say ah well you know screw it I'll do this another day but you see how I was talking about being honest and having the integrity to admit your flaws and admit your mistakes and just learn from them and grow from them. Obviously, I had the little voice in my head telling me, hey, Chris, you know, forget about it. Everything is ruined. Everything is fucked up. You got interrupted. Your video got interrupted. I had a little bit of an urge to get upset over it. And I could have just, you know, forgotten about it and done it another day. I knew it's not the right thing to do, and I know it's always a choice. See, it's a choice to get upset, and I chose to not get upset. I chose to say, well, you know, it happened for a reason. It happened for a reason. And I think the reason was, well, to show that sometimes you need honest breaks. Because honestly, my knees were starting to hurt a little bit because I don't normally clean my bike in front of a camera like that. And, you know, I'm trying to kind of position myself for it. So I was not in a super comfortable position. My knees were starting to get sore from being on the, on the floor. But yeah, so I took an honest break. And um, I don't even remember what I was talking about before. Something about... You know, it's okay. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. I was saying it's it's fine if you don't clean or if you don't maintain sometimes. As long as you eventually end up doing it. Even if it's a little bit late, it's better than never. I mean, sure. Yeah, my chain, maybe it won't last 5,000 kilometers of riding. It might only last 3,000 if I maintain it far and few in between. But at least it's still something. And I could choose to get upset over it, or I could just say, you know what, it doesn't matter. What do I do all of this for? What's the point? Is it to get stressed? Is it to worry? Is it to feel guilty all the time? Is it to feel like 
it's never enough, like it's not good enough. You know, because I could feel guilty about not maintaining my bike, I could feel guilty about not maintaining myself, I could feel guilty about not maintaining my relationships. Instead of feeling guilty, flip it around. Choose to not get upset, choose to see the bright sides, choose to learn from it, choose to be better. And then, like I said, it's no problem. So what? I buy a chain after 3,000 kilometers. Yeah, 2,000 kilometers wasted. But there's another side to it. There's 3,000 kilometers that I got to ride on it. Just in complete enjoyment. Complete bliss, you know? So it's a choice. Am I going to choose to focus on 2,000 wasted kilometers? Or on the 3,000 kilometers that were just glorious, you know? But yeah, maintain those relationships. And in fact, my dad came out and it was a bit of a funny moment. You know, we laughed about it later. And I guess this was the world showing me that, hey, Chris, you've got to maintain your relationship with your parents too. You've got to maintain that relationship with your dad. Maybe I've been putting that off. A bit too much as well so it's just funny things happen for a reason you know and sometimes they turn out to be right on time see now I've kind of forgotten what I've been doing I think I was going to clean the chain again for a second time Now it's looking a lot better. Before when I was running my finger through it, you can kind of see it here, just a little bit. But before it was a lot more. And I guess with experience it kind of comes and you could tell when it's the right amount. You're never gonna get it completely clean unless you use something really harsh like gasoline, which I know some people do, or like really, really harsh degreasing chemicals well like I said gasoline is, is a good one there's also like used kerosene a lot of fuels honestly are super super good at degreasing but I just use this organic citrus stuff it's like citrus based basically but you'll never get it perfectly clean and that's okay because like I said the moment you go out riding instant take one cycle of the pedals you've already created a bit more dirt you've already created a little bit of abrasion in the links and it's no use fighting for those little tiny microparticles fighting for those inches those millimeters when you could just take the majority of the space do the majority of the work right 
and not stress so much. probably bought more of these out. Like I said, I could always go back in and get some more. Right. Now I think I just have to let this chain sit for a bit. Let it dry off, get the grease out. Uh, sometimes I even just completely dump this and just put water to rinse off that grease, dilute it, or not the grease, the degreaser. Because now if I want to re-lubricate it, put the lube back on, the degreaser will just chew through it again, and it's like, it'll be a total waste of time, right? So, uh, yeah. Actually, I feel like getting a little fancy here. because I used to have a quick release chain link here. I could take the chain off and dry it. But I don't remember if I put that quick release chain link back on or if I just went out and bought a new chain that might not have it yet. This looks like this one would be it. I don't remember this looking like that. True. Here I have a little story for you guys. Uh, so last year, right, I had this accident on my bike and um, basically flipped over the handlebars. How I got like this little scar here. Long story short, uh, I just wasn't in the mood to fix my bike because the wheels were completely mangled. So I just went out, bought two new wheels, new tires, and they did some other maintenance work. I guess they put a new chain on. <laughs> so I'm looking at this and this does not look like my old chain at all. I didn't even know. I guess I paid for it. But they definitely put a new um, cassette back here. So mine was all chewed up and old. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Anyways, I guess I can't do the quick release stuff because I don't know how this one works probably be fiddling around for it for too long before I do figure out how it works. I think I'm gonna go do the, um, the refill with this. Fill it up with water, bring some more of these out. So I'll be right back. So I got some more, but I also remembered I wanted to use that to clean my brother's bike's chains as well. So I'll just do the old fashioned method. Wipe it down with some soapy water. And that'll dilute off the rest of the degreaser. 
and hopefully the chain will be well for taking on more lubricant. Like I said, you could feel it, you could see it, and then you kind of just rub your fingers together. They feel slippery, still a little bit of grease around there. Uh, there's one more thing I kind of want to do. I want to brush in between, get into the cassette, brush between the cassette, get that dirt out. So, uh, yeah. works a lot better um, and chains off but I guess this kind of works yeah, I could always just pull the chain off the back then it might get tangled Here a bit, clean this stuff off. There's probably some degreaser left on the sprockets, so I can kind of salvage some of that off. Get all this gunk off the derailleur. If I really need more degreaser. I'll we'll just go dip into that little pool over there. See, like this one. Maybe just dip the brush in there. Get it a little wet. Never said it's a clean job. Gonna get your hands a little black sometimes. Might even spray your shirt a bit. Especially with this brush, I could feel some little sprinkles just spraying off, you know? Hitting me in the leg and stuff. <laughs> oh my God. But at least I know I'll just go and clean myself later too. No problem. Now that I'm dirty, it doesn't even matter. It's like once you're in, there's no turning back, right?
get the front chain rings too while I'm at it. work it in, spread the degreaser around and I'll let the uh, cloth do the rest of the work. Almost like new. Almost like new. Not a clean job. That's the fun of it sometimes. Getting hands dirty, it's a little exciting, you know. I mean this isn't very dirty, there's much dirtier jobs out there, but it's it's just a bit. Just a bit, just a little bit of interestingness. You know what I mean? if I really wanted to get into it I could probably disassemble this literally take these chain rings off and clean them proper <laughs> this is my lazy side and I don't feel like doing it I'm just gonna clean it how I clean it do the best that I can with what I have That'll be that. Because everything on this bike can, can come apart. Screws all over here. Take the middle one out. And then this whole like pack kind of comes apart and you can clean each one individually. You could replace each one individually. Because that's the thing. Really, really well designed machines. Like proper road bikes, proper mountain bikes cars the engineers the designers that make these things they're very very thoughtful in how each component works together the very expensive components the main ones like the frame probably the most expensive part of the bike it's basically made to last a lifetime this aluminum one could probably go 30, 40, 50 years if I take care of it, if I clean it. Maybe it'll need a repainting by then, but even then, I've got friends 
whose dads have old steel bikes and they're like 50 years old. The frame, I mean. But then there's the other components, like the seat, much cheaper, much, much cheaper. You can maintain it, you can clean it, but eventually it will wear down. See over here, you can already see where my thighs wear it down from all the pedaling. So it's replaceable. Brakes, super cheap, super replaceable, very easy. One screw, pop in a new one, done. These things, a little less replaceable, but still replaceable. They're expensive. A good chain set might cost you 200 bucks. I'm talking about the whole thing, maybe 300, 400 if you really want to go high end. I'm sure there's probably more expensive ones out there. But uh, you see, five screws. It's a little harder to replace, a little more expensive. You don't replace it as often. Then you go into like the internals, you've got like the wheel hubs. Those are really hard to, to work on, really hard to replace. A little more expensive, uh, but you don't have to replace them often at all. I've only worked on my hubs once in, in my lifetime. Really fun to get down and dig into it. Uh, but yeah, just a hassle to do. So they're hard to get, harder to get to. But likewise, the trade-off is you don't need to replace them so often. But these new wheels, they come with little cartridges. So this is actually a really fancy thing. You just kind of pop them out and pop in new cartridges, new ball bearings, and your hub's good to go. Much easier to do. I guess manufacturing's gotten better since uh, the old style where you literally have individual ball bearings and you have to grease them by hand and all that. It's kind of sentimental to me, you know, having that old school style. Maybe, uh, maybe on my next bike, I'll, I'll get the old kind, you know, or maybe on this one. Who knows, if I get into another accident, maybe I'll buy some older tires, or I mean older older wheels and get those old cup and cone style ones where you gotta really get down and in there just just for the fun of it some other replaceable parts bar tape that's replaceable stem there's, there's bearings in here as well again not as easy to get into but again you don't have to service them as often either so that's the thing, if you make it easy to get into, that also means dirt and water can get into there easily. And so, kind of playing this, this game where you're balancing. How easy does it get into? How easy does it service? The easier you make it, the easier it'll degrade, quicker it'll degrade, because then dirt and stuff will make its way in. But if you make it really impenetrable, and it's really hard to service, really hard to clean, really hard to maintain, so there's this nice optimized point in the middle somewhere where it's just perfect. It's not too hard to get into, but not too easy either. A few more pieces, obviously the derailleur you can replace. It's expensive. It's much better to just clean it like I do, grease it like I do, rather than replacing it. But you see, this whole thing is just a balancing act, a balancing game. Clean the other side now.
Here's another trick. Kind of developed from being lazy. Shift this up one. Get the chain out of the way. And now that middle chain ring is accessible for cleaning. You can kind of just shift away. Like I said, if you really want to get meticulous, you can go in between each tooth, get in there, take it off, maybe soak it in a cleaning solution. Some people like to put it into like a big Tupperware or something and shake it around. That's another good way to clean it. But uh, <laughs> too much work for me right now. I just want to clean this baby and hop on for a ride before the sun goes down. As long as it looks good, it's enough for me. Not bad, sir. Not bad. Let's see what's next on the agenda. I think I'm going to do one more cleaning of the frame, get all those little spots off, and then I'm going to clean the wheels, that'll be that. See, like, to me, I've never needed the stand, because you could just stand the bike like that. As long as you're gentle, as long as you don't kick it around, it seems to be fine. And besides, I can always just replace the hoods here, also a replaceable part. Pretty much everything on the bike is replaceable. You can just kind of build it as you go. As things degrade, as things go, you just take them off, replace them with a new one, maintain them while they're there. And then I guess eventually, eventually, the frame fails, but like that can go forever, as long as you're not truly abusing your bike. Wheels, they break, they warp. You can kind of modify them here straighten out some of these when they do warp. It's all up to you how deep you want to go. AKA how lazy are you when it comes to this stuff. brushing here.
was a spring. Everything, everything, everything comes apart. Everything can be replaced. A lot like our bodies. Our bodies kind of operate in the same way. So long as we maintain them, body kind of replaces the pieces it needs as it goes. Cells come and go, they die. They grow new hairs. In fact, uh, yesterday I burnt all my arm hairs off. But the barbecue kind of exploded on me. <laughs> but they'll grow back, no problem. I'll just replace my hairs. Some things you can't replace. Brain, for example. I mean, I guess you could replace some organs. People do get transplants. But they're harder to replace. Much, much harder. And so usually it's a good idea to maintain them instead of letting them go straight to failure. As with a lot of things, maintenance, prevention, goes a long way towards happiness and prosperity. And sure, some of these things I don't really need to do. I probably don't need to clean these wheels. There's not really much of an advantage to cleaning the rim, besides aesthetics. So yeah, some of it is just aesthetics, some of it is functional, and some of it is both. Like I said, this aesthetic stuff, in a way it is functional, because I derive a lot of pleasure knowing that my bike looks good, and that I take care of it and that I could be proud of the work I put into it. Same as with my body, same as with my other possessions, same as with my relationships. You know, some things you could honestly say, well, I don't really need to do that. It's not 100% necessary, but it feels good. And so for that, I think it's worthwhile. So what I'm trying to do here is get in between all of these Let's make it look nice and shiny. And the high-end discs 
same as with the chain rings, they would come apart. They're just the whole stack. But this one, it's uh, a much cheaper, heavier, mass-produced one. And it doesn't come apart. Just one solid block. It's a little harder to clean them individually. Kind of have to go in between. But like I said, I don't, I don't mind. It's, it's worth my time. Why rush? Why stress? Time is our most valuable resource, right? So to me, the best way to spend your time is to do exactly what you like. Why do anything at all that you don't like? And then following that logic, uh, it's worth doing, it's worth doing all the way, it's worth doing right, going all in, don't hold back. And I say that right after, I was saying I'm too lazy to take it apart and clean it well. <laughs> yeah, a little hypocrisy, you know, but that I didn't want. But this I do want to do, so I'm going to do it. And you know, as I'm cleaning this, I'm looking and it's far from perfect. There's still tons of little marks and stuff, and it's like, ah, I wish it could be brand new. Got that itch, just a, a perfectionist itch. But I know it's impractical. And I know I have to balance it out. Between getting it perfect and getting it done just well enough. Because I could probably spend days buffing out every little bit for what? The moment I put the chain on there, the chain is going to dirty it right up again. So, yeah, it looks good. It looks good now. Another important thing when you're working on machinery like this is to dry it properly. Because like I said, a lot of steel parts, a lot of parts with iron in it, they will rust. And you, know, you can actually make things worse if you clean it with water and soap. It gets everything wet and then it corrodes, rusts. So you end up shortening its lifespan. 
true of a lot of things when it comes to maintenance. That's uh, that's an aspect that I've noticed. When it comes to maintaining things, sometimes it's actually better to do less rather than overdoing it. You know, if I really got this wet and I left it in for like a deep soak somewhere, I'd probably ruin it. So using a little less water, using a little less soap ends up being better for it. This then doesn't rust. Like I said, there's a, there's a balance and you could baby it and take it too far. Sometimes, I guess, it needs a little bit of tough love, too. Put it through the works. I used to baby this bike a little too much, I'll admit. When I first got it, I wanted it to be spotless. I avoided going on grass. I avoided going through dirt trails. It's like, what the hell is the point of a bike if I'm not going to ride it? And I'll admit, I still sometimes kind of avoid puddles, avoid splashing it. I'll try and avoid going out on wet rides in the rain. Avoid getting wet. But I know that this thing can take it, it'll be fine, I'll just clean it. One day it'll break, because all things fall apart, all things come to an end. Everything that has a beginning must have an end, sort of deal. This bike will die, just like everything else in life, and that's okay. The best thing to do is to enjoy the moments with it fully as possible, as completely as possible, every second, every movement, treat it like a dance, have fun with it, enjoy it. I feel like I made it dirtier in this area because now my rag is a bit dirty. 
maybe it's time to switch rags. I don't know what happened there. Oh well. Not everything can be perfect. You know what I think it is? I think I actually scratched it there. Sometimes when there's dirt and you're being too vigorous with it, really scrubbing to get it clean, it ends up scratching the paint and then the dirt impregnates itself into the paint and it really gets stuck. So that's what I mean when I was telling you before, there's too much, too much love. Oh no, maybe not too much love, but I don't know, I guess what I'm trying to say is you can go a little too far sometimes. You end up hurting it because you care too much about it too much. Well, nonetheless. This bike's full of scratches. It's full of lessons. Falls, dings, bumps, my body has bruises and scars. Like I said, sure, there's a time and place to be gentle, to watch for those risks. Sometimes it's just exciting to go fast. Take a turn quickly, take a turn hard. Right on that fine balance line. Sometimes you judge it wrong, I've judged it wrong. I wiped out, crashed, burned out. But why do we fall? What's the purpose of falling? Is it not to pick yourself up again?
things derailer. I could potentially unscrew it all, take it apart, get in between these plates. But I'm lazy. Humans are lazy, we like shortcuts. Sometimes they work. See, like I know this shortcut will likely work. Boom. Clean between the plates without taking them apart. Just gotta get creative sometimes. And other times, I spend so much time trying to find a shortcut that in an ironic twist, it ends up being longer than just doing it the long way in the first place. Because as I'm doing this, I can kind of see if I really want to get in there spend another 10 minutes kind of poking and prodding here really getting in there or I could just take it apart and do it properly another day all right that's enough of that my bike's pretty clean I'm happy with it let's put this on Like I said earlier, you get what you pay for, but you also have to earn quality. Sure, spike's expensive. And had I paid twice as much for twice as expensive bike, would it be twice as good? Not really. So there's a certain limit how good it could just be, you know, just doing it the quick and easy, just purchasing it and forgetting about it. But I've made this bike so valuable to me because I've earned it, because I've put the work in. Almost done. Just have to re-grease the chain. And then it'll be good to go. time I kind of notice more scratches and it's not from cleaning like I said I made a new one here thanks to cleaning so I cleaned a little too hard but even just from biking sometimes a rock flies up chips it
getting there. It's getting there. Maybe one more pass with the wet cloth. Dry cloth. That's pretty good. And now <laughs> my chain rings are all dirty again. So thanks to that. There. I could always come back and clean it later, you know. When it really dries out, if I go for a ride, some of this other dirt will dry off and it'll do well. But the chain is clean. The chain's good. Put this stuff on. And I personally really like, like using wax. This isn't a product placement or anything. I'm not going to tell you the brands. doesn't matter. Plenty of good brands out there. Do your own research. Okay, do this. Like I said, I, I like using wax ones. You can use other ones. There's dry lubricants. They go on dry. But I like the wax stuff because it keeps it super clean. And this is a brand new bottle. I've never used this stuff. No idea how it works. I'm sure it works well. Yeah, because the thing with wax is um, kind of hardens and the dirt sticks to it and then it flakes off as you ride. So it like, almost cleans itself. It is very easy to work with the bike because the chain stays clean. You can kind of touch it, stays clean. I like to apply two coats and I'll go for a ride. And after the first ride, I'll reapply the third coat. And by then it's good for like many, many, many kilometers. Much more than what most people say. I know a lot of pros like to lubricate their chain every 500 kilometers, clean it. Some even fewer, some even go like 250. Like I said, I probably go like a thousand kilometers on it and it's fine. It's no big deal. And again, there's a sweet spot to this too. Because you could spend all your money on degreaser, on tools, on lubricant. And you'll, you might end up spending more on the maintenance stuff than on just a new chain at the end of its lifespan anyways. I mean, like, sure, you'll extend your chain life to 5,000, 6,000 kilometers, but you will have used so much lubricant, so much degreaser, so much everything that you end up paying more for that than just buying a new $25 chain at 3,000 kilometers or 2,500 kilometers, you know. Uh, like, seriously, if you do the math, it's a $25 chain say it lasts you 2,500. Someone else, their chain lasts 5,000. So you will have paid $25 more for that same lifespan period. 
but the other person may have spent an extra $10 on lubricant over you, another $15 on degreaser. You're in the same spot. He spent $25 extra on lubricant and, and degreaser, you spent an extra $25 on the new chain. You're in the same spot. But there's a sweet spot somewhere. Where's this right? Yeah, wow, look at that. Clean. Clean chain. I'll go for my ride. Wipe off the old excess dirt, because I'm a perfectionist. See these little spots here. I like my stuff shiny, silver, <laughs> blue and white, all the beautiful colors. So yeah, I'm gonna clean up my cleaning up supplies. See you guys next time. They say what goes around comes around. And I find when you put effort into something, it gives back to you and it ends up maintaining you just as much as you maintain it.